Roche. I'm joined by my co-host Jay. Hey, listen. <laughs> I had to. <laughs> you had to. Yeah, that's good. And uh, this week we have uh, two guests. We have Daniel. Hello. And Daniel. Hello. You might know them from one of our, the most proclaimed podcasts on the internet, the Weekly DLC. Yeah, yeah. Um, thanks for joining us, guys. You're welcome. Glad to be in the sunken place. <laughs> Sunken place just seems to fall. You guys are AKA AKA Pokemon. Which brings us to the game of this month. We're on month joke. three, and the game is Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Who someone here hasn't beaten? Just because saying. it's so good, I don't want it to end. Um, you can keep playing. <laughs> you know what? I could, but it would just. We'll get into it. It's just not the same. Um, so yeah, what we do, if you're not familiar with the monthly, is we pick a game for a month, and each week in that month, we will have an episode discussing in depth a different aspect of that game. So we've done For Honor, we've done Horizon Zero Dawn, now we're doing Breath of the Wild. Uh, the first week is usually an overview impressions, then from there on, each week after, we'll have like a more specific discussion. Um, let's go around the room. What did you guys think overall, Breath of the Wild? Granted, no spoilers. All right. It's first of all, it's fantastic. It's huge, yeah. huge, like huge, could, huge, tremendous. <laughs> I can still keep playing the game. I mean, I've gone on to other games, but I will dab into Breath of the Wild eventually. I dab into see that Karash just dabs. Putting it out there, and it there's still I saw dragons in the game before and i know that spoilers i'm sorry but there's other things that can happen and i didn't realize that until after i had beaten the game and continued playing and i was like there's all this too there just it boggled my mind that there were still more after i've beaten the game and there were and that could be done even before beating the game i just found it after i had beaten okay so it was amazing it's actually number three my favorite game of all time um, yeah. Mike, Mike drop. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the puzzles in this game, fucking excellent. Like I can't like you really had to think outside of the box. I think one puzzle took me twenty minutes, and I was just sitting at the screen, just staring, like damn, trying to figure it out. Um, there was also I'm trying to not to put spoilers in. Um, this rarely happens in games. There was this the second beast I encountered, like I literally open my mouth, go, oh my god, and like drop my controller. Damn. But third favorite That's game of all of time. Impression. Yeah, third third favorite game of <laughs> all time. Um, yeah, this game like hit the nostalgia card hard, but even if I didn't have the nostalgia card, it's it's a solid, solid game. Like, And it's one of the last, one of the first games I've played in a very long time where I actually had a notebook in front of me keeping notes really? about things. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, what am I, 10? Like, <laughs> Um, just so there's no spoilers to this, sure, but like sure. different item drops. Like I'd, I'd actually like write down locations. Cause, oh, okay. Because like in the game, there's the mechanic for like marking things. Yeah. Yes. But it doesn't tell you what any of it is. No. Yeah. So like so you would keep track of okay. exactly. So I just be like, well, I need this. Th- okay. Yeah, it's over there. And like, and yeah, my significant other was just staring at me like a lunatic because I had like this graph paper. I'm like, where's my map? <laughs> it's like, like that meme. Uh, with the math equation, there, yeah, it's like it's all connected. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, it's. I think it's a consensus. This game was. It took my breath away. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it really just life. linked 
everything together. Oh, no. And I just could not stop getting wild about how amazing <laughs> Everyone's left the room now. <laughs> oh. um, no, I, I mean, I played, I've, of the 3D Zeldas, uh, I haven't played too many. Okay. Very rare. I've mostly been the top-down or the 3DS or mm. any of the 2D ones. Those have been my main games that I've played. i played some of the classics. i played, and then i played a little bit of Wind Waker. I still have to finish Majora's. That's one of my favorite entries. Um, but I loved, like, it felt like a whole, a whole new experience. As much as this is a storied franchise of, like, a similar tale in different settings, it just felt like a whole new thing. And... Um, I think something that should be said is this game came out on uh, the Wii U and on the new console, the Switch. And I think either way you play it, I mean, two of us here at this table played it on one, two of us have played it on the other. And either way you play it, it's fantastic. So mm-hmm. I don't think hardware is a detriment in any sense of the word of like how you experience this. It's mm-hmm. just a pure, de- like joyful gameplay experience. Like, yeah. There's care in it, love in it, detail. Mm-hmm. Everything I like is it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, all right. So going into it a little bit more, I feel like we could just wrap it up there. Yeah, no, seriously, like we could just be like, you guys should play it. Stop right. listening to this. Go play it. That's what. You- <laughs> I mean, we can't have spoilers. So we I can't- don't. Yeah, <laughs> we're all like, tied right now. <laughs> there's only. I mean, it's not like that much. I'm just saying more like the story elements we should probably avoid. But well, like gameplay, you could talk about like different things. Like for instance, this is the first in the Zelda entries where. Two things get sort of introduced: stamina and, and jumping, and jump. Okay, yeah. three things: <laughs> yeah. stamina, jumping, and durability. Like those Spoilers. three things. What? Just huh? Jumping. Because huh? <laughs> it's not in any other branch. Spoilers. <laughs> it's in Hyrule. Spoilers. <laughs> There's hey, no. jumping is a huge mechanic. It adds. Yeah, it it's adds in the demo. Some... If it's in the demo, it's not a spoiler. It's a spoiler. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I ruined this whole game for you. Okay. But there's jumping. Tell, tell us about the jumping. What was the best feature of the jumping? <laughs> he can fall after you. <laughs> no way. It's Game amazing. devs take note. Gravity. Gravity. <laughs> I I do think like if you follow the like the the franchise, it's just you've never you can jump automatically if you go over a ledge, mm-hmm. but jumping like manually, that's so yeah. weird. It reminded so weird. me of Grand Theft Auto meets Dark Souls. They put like elements of Grand Theft Auto, Dark Souls, yeah, and absolutely fantastic. I mean, we talked about it, I think, a little bit before this podcast, but there's a lot of uh, Monster Hunter elements that I took mm-hmm. from it too, mm-hmm. in the sense that in past Zeldas, I feel like you have to worry, and this is, I guess, sort of Dark Souls too. You have to worry about like save points and then where you reach it. This game, you can save anytime, anywhere, mm-hmm. and it's pretty like if you die shortly after that, it keeps you pretty close to wherever you saved. So it allows you as a player to try things that you wouldn't normally risk trying so you're constantly like there's an encounter with like a random monster in the middle of the field or something and you're like how do i approach this and the way i tie it to monster hunter is you learn through iteration so you're Mm -hmm. trying to take on these monsters and learn their behaviors and try to after through through numerous attempts you start discovering the behaviors and the tells and whatnot to you know yeah So I love that. Um, another aspect of that that I really like is um, where was it going? Um, well, you were saying about stamina and yeah, the stamina. I think durability. really. So what, 
going into the stamina a little bit further, the way you increase your stamina, I mean, in past Zelda games with the hearts, that's all you had to really worry yeah. about mm -hmm. is you find them, find hard pieces, or you take down bosses and you get a piece of a heart, or you get a whole heart and you increase your health. Mm -hmm. In this game, you have to go through, it forces you to go through like a puzzle mechanic, correct? Mm -hmm. And after so many puzzles, I believe it's four, then you're able to go to someone and get uh, trade them in for either a heart or a stamina meter, in increasing one or the other. Yeah. So I opted personally to go more towards the stamina first because then it offers a bit of like verti verticality to the game where it's mm -hmm. like you can climb higher terrains and that would then offer allow for like more exploration for me. Mm -hmm. Like I, I would spend game sessions, it's part of the reason I still haven't finished the game, is I'm <laughs> just climbing things. And I'm like... I can't climb you yet, and but maybe if I try cheating it by like, there's a ledge here, if I can just stand there and rest, let my stamina... Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that. Like It's like a puzzle without being a puzzle. And the worst enemy, enemy in the game, no spoilers, is Durain. Fuck the rain. Oh my god. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, so, the whole hard mode so, should just be the game with rain. Yeah, <laughs> rain 24-7. Yeah, that would be the worst game yeah. ever. Yeah, so the weather plays a factor. Like, the physics, in every, like, if you think it's possible, it's possible. So, yeah. in that sense, the weather, if it's a stormy night, and you have metal on, or you have a metal weapon, <laughs> you're a conductor, and bad things are going to come your way. Mm -hmm. Or in the direction of wherever that metal is. So, you know, be a little bit creative, and maybe use that in mm -hmm. a different way. I like that. Like, looking I was trying to go back in time. 1.21 gigawatts. Yeah. It, did, it didn't happen. <laughs> you, you, like paraglide, you, you paraglide 88 miles an hour. I was thinking that you were riding a Pona. I'm like, yeah. that poor horse, dude. Oh, that'd be cool. I, just, I thought you were running as fast as you can with your sword up in there. Or something. <laughs> I just do that anyway. You should paraglide till you hit 88 miles an hour, then do a downward strike midair, and then the lightning hits you right when you hit the ground. And you just like land somewhere else. <laughs> it's like Terminator where it's like <laughs> you're in the temple of time and it's like suddenly the N sixty four graphics like what the <laughs> Oh shit, what if this isn't this game, but what if they make time explorable? You mean Chrono Trigger? <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Oh, oh no. <laughs> Sorry. But in the Zelda way. That the was Zelda hilarious. Way, like, no, Matt, I'm just saying in this <laughs> Oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> that wasn't even a setup. I was like, dude, that is Chrono <laughs> It just brings it full circle, Nintendo-wise, does. doesn't it? See, that's why I was setting you up for that. Oh, okay. I right. appreciate it. That was intentional. <laughs> Not really. Secret with you, the audience. <laughs> but, um... So the thing... Another thing that I was impressed is... You guys are talking about past Zelda games, and we look at them, and it's like, you're not able to go to an area until you do this or until you get that mm -hmm. and i don't feel that at all and that's why i'm like <laughs> i went completely different he went the hard route because <laughs> I, I guess i didn't i didn't read anything the characters told me and they tell you to go a specific route and i mean before i even talked to this guy i found i like i saw a route i wanted to take so i was like made a note on the map i'm like i'm going this route and then didn't pay attention to anything the guy was telling me and i went right to that point and went to a different route, and it was difficult. It was really difficult. But were the other experiences easier after that? Or? Oh, ridiculously. Easy. Oh, wow. ridiculously okay. easy. Yeah. And so, Daniel, your experience with the game was like completely different from that. Well, I think everyone that I talked to, we fought the beast. No, it's not spoilers. Sure. 
in different order. I, I've never met someone that yeah. went the same route that I went. Gotcha. Okay. Which is uh, which is cool. Have we? Uh, damn it, that's a spoiler. I was gonna ask that. I'll ask after we're done recording. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious your sequence. Because like I felt I when I played through it, I felt like my sequence was off. Because I was just like that last one was way easier than I feel like it should. have So been. you're talking about like the dungeons? Yeah. Okay. So I've only done one. What if we say like numerical? It's I it's like Chrono Trigger. <laughs> okay. With this game, I didn't even make my statement. I'm enjoying the hell out of it, doing the most mundane things. I could be doing like, why would I want to finish that experience soon? You can cut down trees. Pick yeah. Up, yeah. Pick apples. I mushrooms. picked hundred. I haven't like you guys. Okay, another thing you can do is cook meals. I'm just eating raw apples. <laughs> 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 no, but one of my favorite things is is using like a hammer and hitting a tree that has fruit and it'll drop. Oh shit! Everything. I didn't know that. Yeah, if you hit I, or if you whack it with anything blunt that won't cut the tree down, it'll shake it once and like one or two apples will come out. Hit it again and everything falls off. Oh of shit! It. Okay. And so there's tall trees where I have to climb to grab these yeah. these apples. No, I just whack them. I went the complete opposite of you, and I was like, I want to see how much of a forest I can chop down. And literally went like tornadoes. Just <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't even know that you can cut down trees. I so the route I took, it just it taught me. Oh. It it was a puzzle, and I didn't. It was it blew my mind because I don't know how to get to that end. How do I get to that end? And this guy's doing this mechanic. He's chopping down a tree, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Get away from me!" And I'm like, "What the?" And then, <laughs> and it taught me. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is amazing!" And I never use that mechanic again. I've never cut down a tree to make it a bridge. I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I actually didn't see that happen again. Yeah. So. Spoiler, I just want to say the armors are sick. There's two armors. I don't want to say what they are. Super sick. The one you mentioned as the villain. Yeah. <laughs> That's one. And the other one is the... It glows at night. Let's yeah, just say that. that one's dope. Let's that just one's say dope. that. It glows at night. Nice. You change the color on that one. You can? You can There's change There's so colors. many customizable you things. Can, like you can die. Stuff. I didn't know you could do it to the glowing one. Oh, I think you can. Yeah. Oh. You, can. you did it. I saw it. Yeah. And then there's weapon durability where it's like after you're using weapons for so long, they like break and you have to like have a stash of weapons. So. Yeah. There's rusted weapons. Oh, really? That you can clean up. I know. That blows know. my Wait, mind. Wait, that, that's yeah. not an urban legend? Like, no. You can clean ha- up. Yeah. There's, there's an enemy, enemy that'll clean it yeah. up for you. Yeah. We're trying this after oh. we're done recording. It's... <laughs> It's really cool. <laughs> yeah, I thought it only does. I wish we had a recording <laughs> visual. <laughs> well, it so there's a few different. Um, oh, there's like a rusted sword, a rusted claymore, a rusted claymore. There's a rusted uh, halberd, or oh, okay, I think okay. it's called a halberd. Um, and yeah, and so when it spits it back out, it will become a random because there are different versions of a sword. Yeah, yeah. it will be a random one. It could be a really good one or a really shitty one. So the one thing I want to uh, changing quick pivoting a little bit. If I were to give a criticism of this game. And I want to go around the room. If if each of you has oh, any criticism, I to have say. one. I have my one so far, and you guys might have experienced other in later dungeons. But I feel like so the way the game distributes, where I mentioned earlier with these puzzles, where you get the orbs to get the mm-hmm. stamina orbs, they're little mini puzzles, and there's 140 of them mm-hmm. in the game. So that's amazing. Like I love these little mini, just like segmented. They're not kind of story related. Mm-hmm. I can just jump in. But I feel like that paired with how much of a dungeon the dungeon was and wasn't was 
it felt like there was less dungeon because they distributed into the shrines, mm-hmm. the mini puzzles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would have liked if they, in future iterations or maybe in future content, because this game does have DLC coming, the mm-hmm. two, I think, one in the summer, one in the fall. Just in some form, I'd love for them to iterate on this because I want them to keep this format with other games, but I would love more of a traditional, like, when you're going to a dungeon for, like, a temple or something, that it is much more robust and, like, has more elements and is more elaborate than what it was. Water temple. Just all water temples. (laughs) (laughs) No, but yeah. I felt like the the basic, like, the wildlife was the challenge in the game, and it made... Every one of those previously unique encounters, like the dungeons and the boss fights, much more uh, feasible. Yeah, that's that's one of two things I would have changed. Is is I want the actual dungeons to be much more in depth, uh, much bigger. I wanted there to be like levels to this, yeah. and and you know like have it like a ten story building that I would have to <laughs> go through. You know, different levels to it. That'd be really cool to me. But yeah, they weren't they weren't very long. Those, yeah. those things. Yeah. What about you guys? Frame rate issues. Really? Like, Whoa. Really? When? Well, this is on the Wii U. Okay. So. No, it happened on the Switch as well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they patched it, which was interesting. So, you, you want to explain? So that same scene where that beast came up, it dropped to one frame really? per second. Wow. But it was still amazing. So I don't know if, because you you streamed most of your, mm-hmm. uh, if not actually all, all of, of your. Um, Breath of the Wild gameplay. Mm-hmm. I noticed that whenever you killed the big guys, yep. Moblin. every time they would fall, mm-hmm. it would just completely yep. stop for like a couple seconds yes. and then start all, and like start moving again. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I didn't have that issue Did you have until any much later on. Oh, okay. Until much later on. It was with the same guys. When I when they fall over, everything kind of just moves really slowly and goes over. But other than that, I didn't have any other issues. I didn't have an issue when I saw like certain cinematics or something like that. For me, I had them when it was just lots of grass and wind. Like mm-hmm. it would start getting laggy. So the whole game. Well, <laughs> like if, if there was no only when there was no creatures, it would start getting like, <laughs> And there was I like need my frame rate. <laughs> yeah. The game gets meta there. <laughs> In order to become playable, you have to cleanse the world. Cut the wow, grass. you are Ganon. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Destroying the world, cutting down trees. We went from Pokemon to the Legend of Zelda. Like, <laughs> can we stop tainting our childhood? Please? I am the calamity. <laughs> um, but that was the only time when there was like no villains and it was just like a scenic grassy hill mm-hmm. and there was a lot of wind. It would just all of a sudden get a little laggy. And But I think after the first week or so, they patched that up. So I haven't had that issue since. Yeah, I, have, I like, actually haven't seen that. Um, the dungeons. Like, that was, like, the big thing for me. Yeah. Like, I kind of understand where they were coming from. Like, I've been kind of putting my ear to the ground to on some of the Reddit channels for this, where mm-hmm. they were talking about, like, oh, this was kind of aimed at the casual dad gamer. So technically, <laughs> the guy that remembers Zelda, but who has a kid, so he only has enough time to knock out, like, five or six temples. And then maybe on a weekend can knock out one of the like larger dungeons, and so that's why there's like more temples and dungeons. So sure, I, like, I think it's, that kind of makes sense. That yeah. makes sense, but that weekend dungeon can still be ten stories tall. Yeah, I mean, the weekend <laughs> dad is still playing WoW and doing raids. Yeah, sometimes. and you can save at any point in this game. That's that the biggest thing because yeah. even like not as a dad, like... but as a full time person that works, that's fantastic. Because yeah. I, you know, it's like midnight, and I'm like, I gotta go to sleep. I don't have to worry about. Getting to that specific save point that lasts yeah. another two hours, 
right now I can I yep. can you know it's date night. I gotta get to the save point. Nope, I could just stop right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, but I gotta yeah. still tell him I gotta get to the yeah. save point so I can get a little bit further. Another, <laughs> another gripe is the last boss was too easy. Yeah, too See, the, easy. Without spoiling yeah. it, I've I've had people tell me the same thing. Where the thing I've heard more than anything is I accidentally finished the game, <laughs> and that's kind of surprising to me. I've never in any with any other game really heard that so well, consistently. The sort of like explorer dynamic of the game because everything is so open world. Yeah, like you just start getting curious and crawling <laughs> into things. Why and when the cinematic ca- starts, you just kind of have to roll with it. So why is I that mean, castle purple when I walk towards it? Yeah, boom. Why is there credits roll? Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's the thing is, I think it was also people were telling me how this last dungeon was so long, and I was gonna take forever. I had I was in that mindset, mm. so I get to the last stage. And I'm I'm doing my exploring thing where I'm like I'm gonna avoid everything. I'm gonna jump, 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 get over here. I'm like, oh, what's this? And I, you know, crawl into this area and boom, cinematic. I'm like, <laughs> oh, this must be like, this must be a monster before the last boss. Yeah, putting like bars on the windows. I mean, I know. it's not outside the aesthetic to do that. But well, yeah. I think it, the previous model they were going so much against it, where it was like everything's so evident. Here is the boss key. Here is yeah. this key. Mm-hmm. Here is this room, and you need this before that. I feel like they were like, let's try going the other way and just make everything any possible. Oh, so the another gripe is there's not enough. Like, there's a lot of monsters, but there's not a lot of types. Like they do a lot of like color swaps yeah, for sure. monsters to give you new monsters, but like I don't know. I was expecting a spider or something, like a jumping like or, <laughs> like skull or something. Mm-hmm. Like and there was not a single spider monster like anywhere. Yeah. Know? Maybe sort of. Well, so I know one thing with the first DLC content is that they're gonna add a hard mode, which okay. is you I don't know if you have to restart the game or you from that point on you play and certain monsters will now change color to be the harder version mm-hmm. and then there's entirely new monsters you might encounter yeah. that are much harder Shit. so that's Spider. interesting i'm curious if they will i feel like from one thing they've said is that this is the new model for all their zeldas how that fits into 2d how that fits into other iterations because they tend to like each game has like a not a gimmick but like a twist or something to it mm-hmm. where like wind waker was oh it's like boat things or Spirit Tracks is has its thing, and Wolf uh, or oh, Twilight Princess is the wolf thing. Some um, fan actually did a two D version of Breath of the Wild. They got a cease and desist. Yeah. Like, from, yeah. I mean, well, the interesting. They got pretty far though. Yeah, it looked impressive, yeah. and I think uh, at GDC Game Developer Conference, uh, Nintendo was explaining their design process, and they were like, "We laid out everything first in a two D, like Link's Awakening style, hmm. top down." To get the layout and how we wanted things to work, yeah, yeah. and then we use that as our blueprint, and, and oh, we went cool. from there. I was that's, like, that's probably cool. why, because the map is amazing. It's, yeah, I, so yeah, I gotta yeah. say, like it's fantastic. I love that you can like look, like look in with a zoom, hit a pin, and now it's on your map. Yeah, you can yeah. like color. You can have like legends that you. That, that's probably why how you. Yeah, use I wrote your notes. things down. <laughs> what, do, what do I assign this one for? I like how you could tackle each shrine differently. Like people got super creative. There's some really cool gifts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's some some cheat tactics, I think. But they're pretty inventive. Though. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean it's not easy I know. to like rip that kind it's, of. It's it's a puzzle in itself to figure out how to do it that way. There yeah. was one shrine, and I'm still trying to figure out what the case was, but it was on top of like a high rock, and I was like, okay, I gotta just climb this rock. I got in there, and it was just literally a staircase to the orb. 
There's nothing. Well, there are some shrines where the so challenge hard. is yeah. to get to the shrine. Yeah, it didn't feel that hard. I don't know. <laughs> it, it was there was a close enough ledge where I'm like, I don't have to climb this whole thing. I don't know. It was, but that's just from exploring, though, because yeah, normally yeah. you wouldn't explore that far, sure, yeah, and sure. you would find someone who I feel would, like it was a givey. You would yeah. find someone who'd be like, "If you follow three trees into the sky, yeah. it'll be." You know, <laughs> and, he's and, and, and well, I don't know. That's how I actually. That. That's what I picture cast sounding. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, so. But they, it, they'll tell you, you know, like uh, they have a family legend where you know there's, you know, if you if you follow the straight path of three trees or something like that, it'll lead to. Okay. And it's it it's just yeah. there. like I don't even have to follow like if I'm just running across the top of this mountain, boom, there's a giant shrine here yeah. in the way. <laughs> I feel like they there 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 is so many I'm sorry. There's so many shrines that they have a few that can be like we could be a little bit easier on these because we're gonna be really hard with these. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um the scale of the map was actually super well done too, in that like because the whole game is non linear, like there's a lot of gaps for you to like pause and be like <laughs> just like start running in that direction. And the fast traveling too. Yeah, the fast. But that's the crazy thing is like most of the time I didn't want to fast travel. I yeah, like, that's actually just... surprising with a game that's I, so big. Yeah. I don't fast travel. I, yeah. Once I find a tower, I'm like I'm fast traveling to here, <laughs> and then I'm looking where I can paraglide uh, to. I love paragliding. I will like find the furthest path I can paraglide to, and I just like rotate the camera to like take find some an orange shots. shrine. Yeah, <laughs> I find a bunch of orange shrines. I'm like, wait, that's really low. I could come back for that yeah, one after. That's that. what I mean too. I'll go for this route first and come back. Yeah. But there are areas where I was like, I've already checked all this. I'm like, wait a minute. And I go, I'm like, I've never seen this before. Yeah. It's just that big. Where you think you've traversed this area, yeah. not even close. So mm-hmm. what do you guys think would be like next for the N- Nintendo developers and Zelda as a franchise? New map, bigger dungeons. Yeah. Another, another continent. So do you think they just iterate on, on this in a sense that like they just keep largely the same and tweak it? or you... I, I'm fine with it because that's kind of, kind of how they did with Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. It was a very similar game style and then just the gameplay was just... The, the, yeah, the story and then the way you continued the game okay. was different too. I think... Oh, what, what do you guys... I have, I have a thought I want to share about... Do you want to keep? Do you see them continuing? Changing anything? I think they had to change it because if they have something the same, what if they um, do? What if they do the same route where this one is like Ocarina of Time, where it's open world? You can do. I mean, obviously in Ocarina of Time there was things you couldn't do until you got to a certain point, but then the next one's going to be like Majora's Mask, where it's like time. Yeah. yeah. They need harder dungeons. <laughs> well, actually, you know what I would love is if they actually, um, so they double the size by doing the sort of Link to the Past, thing, mm. like, a, like a world of Ooh, kind Oh, of thing. okay. That would be cool. Because yeah. then, then yeah. you're basically doubling the size of the map, doubling exactly. the number of experiences. Don't have to really change the load, just change textures and potentially models. Like, that's not a and huge different thing. different enemy types. Yeah. yeah. Would yeah. everything cross over, though? Or, like, when you go into that time zone, it, or not the time zone, but, like, into the sh- shadow yeah. realm... Would that would that life Moral and combat? stamina be different from your? It might be like if they so like you're right they didn't they took Ocarina of Time and they basically iterated with a bunch of new features mm-hmm. but for the most part it's unchanged like yeah. Skyward Sword added like the flight mechanic mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. all that stuff and then like Twilight Princess had the like the Shadow Realm so I could see them doing it with this like iterating in that same way but basically taking all of those cool things that they learned from that and adding mm-hmm. it in there and like Link to the Past is like a lot of people's first Zelda. Mm-hmm. Like and it and it's like 
it's tried and true. It's the first time Ganon actually has a storyline. You actually get something about yeah. the other side. And so I feel like that would be like the best thing for it to sort of iterate into. So, and they're already kind of halfway there. Like mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild's kind of depressing in a really pretty way. <laughs> I I would agree in the sense that it should like keep on this gameplay wise and expand, mm-hmm. but I think mine would probably be another iteration after yours, Jay, mm-hmm. in the sense that I'd want the dungeons to be so big to the point where I'm just looking at it visually because I haven't been inside the castle, but I want like a multiple kingdoms being around and time to also play a factor because I want there to be like a lore to it where it's like this kingdom Chrono fell. Chrono Trigger. Well, fine. Chrono Trigger. Chrono Trigger. One could be. Uh, some people haven't played Chrono Trigger. Like some of our young audience. There's some spots in Chrono Trigger where it's like a time puzzle. You have to do something in the past. It'll clear the future. Well, I want it to be like, like Majora's, where <laughs> hold on, uh, this is more like Majora's, I think. But sure, it, you know, Chrono Trigger came out before Majora's Mask. I know, right? I know, but I, what I'm trying to say is, there were certain like character stories to get because the whole thing with Majora's was masked, and there was a love story where you would go through, you have to go through certain events to get things to happen. I'm sure Chrono Trigger did this. <laughs> you're like the Simpsons that. kid, like Simpsons did it, Simpsons did it. <laughs> It's so, true. Kirby, they would have done it too, though. Yeah. yeah. So probably did this too. <laughs> so there were stories where it's like you had to make sure certain things triggered earlier in the game, but you couldn't do other things. And if you reset things, they would reset that quest line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would love for Zelda to have that intricate detail with like side quests or personal stories on that scale where it's like, here's this kingdom and here's these other kingdoms and there's alliances and then Ganon and... They're already kind of set up for that, though, because, like, with the something moon mechanic that kind of, like, <laughs> well, changes that, time. Like, Well, that's for, um, I already forgot the name, Majora's Mask. That's fine. You can spoil that. Oh, no, no. I'm talking about in Breath of the Wild. Oh, the yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, you spoiled it. So, like, <laughs> the blood moon. That one, okay, that one's pretty early in the game. They, they show, right? Yeah. Not really. I didn't really see it until, like. I didn't see it until my first village. Really? Yeah. Maybe it's, that's because I was. It's like, time based, so I think the game starts you with At the beginning of a month. A, like, yeah, okay, like a cycle. I won't go further into so, it. But supposedly, okay. though, the moon happens it, more frequently if you're a homicidal maniac. Like oh, if you if you shit. start killing more monsters. That makes sense. So I'm I'm gonna spoil it. It's not even a big it's spoiler. It's not even a big spoiler because mechanic. monsters don't respawn until a blood moon, and it's scary. Like it it goes, you know, blood this moon, this happens. <laughs> And and Princess um, tells you there's a blood moon, and then it just shows you these guys spawning. You're like, what the hell is happening? Is it gonna everything gonna be harder? Essentially, everything's just respawning. Oh, okay. So that's all. Yeah. That is. There there is an interesting thing though. Like the higher level your equipment, the the stronger some of the spawns are. Oh. So I started getting like gray. Oh yeah. Problems. Those and I was like, uh, fuck you, really? Yeah. This is Kakariko Village. <laughs> like, what are you doing here? <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> The streets got hard. <laughs> but yeah, so it makes sense where if you kill a ton of monsters, there's not very much for you to to start doing because if you go back to those areas without a blood moon, there's not gonna still not gonna be anything there. Sure. So it just makes more sense for a, a blood moon to happen more. So quickly. I have a question about that. If you guys have encountered this, so if you go to an area and there's like a couple of bob bobquins, mm-hmm. you, you kill them. Mm-hmm. Blood moon happens. Harder ones come out. Mm-hmm. You kill them. Blood moon happens. 
do harder ones come out? Well, there's there is three stages. Yeah, there's three stages. There's, there's, there's regular black, white, um, green, regular green, white. Blue? There's a blue one. Mm-hmm. Isn't there a black one or is there's there blue a black one? black ones like the um, black ones right before the final one. And then so the there's, there is a cap. Yeah, there's a cap. Okay, one. I thought it'd just keep getting progressively hard to like met the god. <laughs> but the white ones are pieces of crap, dude. Yeah, they're like yeah. they don't really <laughs> flinch. Yeah, and they is have this yeah they have a guardians ton. as well. Dude, no, yeah. guardians have a lot of health. One. I, Guardians are technically two. The ones that are stuck in the ground okay. have very low health okay. compared to the ones that are not. Okay. Those have all their health, and it's they're like freaking tanks if you're using regular weapons. There's like three, four if you can. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, about. Another question <laughs> I have. This, you mentioned uh, Zelda a little bit. This is the first time I've noticed that the game has voice the, the all the moaning you mean? No, <laughs> they're very the high reeds are very aroused, horny. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, when you oh. when you so it don't it's like text based. It, like when you talk to someone, it shows text. No, but, but sometimes it's it, actual voice in the cutscenes. Yeah, cutscenes and stuff. But mainly when you're oh. talking to NPCs before cutscenes, some uh-huh. of them are just they'll moan. They'll go ah, like when you <laughs> when you fairy. when you start a talk, and this, then it'll 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 start the speech. Yeah. Chat, this is kind of a spoiler. You. I was kind of surprised by Zelda's voice. Oh, that's not a spoiler? A- accent? British? Yeah. That I was, was like, whoa. I don't like it. I was like, whoa. I mean, it's too British. Like, I wanted to... It seems like very heavy. Life pro tip? Set it to Japanese. That's oh. what I... So the recent update, along with the, the announcement of the new DLC, was I, you, can change the, the you can change the audio so. to be foreign language. So the moaning's in Japanese now? Actually, it's at a higher pitch. Okay. It's really <laughs> weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but um, the, watching the ending with Zelda's voice in Japanese so was better. the most satisfying thing. I went through and watched all of the cutscenes okay. again. All right, well, nice. I'm gonna just replay the whole game um, after yeah. once I buy it for Switch. Yeah, yeah and hard there you go. <laughs> so you get the Switch. <laughs> Hot damn! There it is. You're here for first folks. <laughs> and it's Chrono Trigger. <laughs> if it re-releases on, on the store, I'm going yeah. to buy it for you yeah. and sit here and watch you Seriously. play it. If it comes out on the like, once they get Virtual Console handled on the Switch and it comes out, get it. It's yeah. the first thing like, you're supposed to get. It should be the first thing off right. of the Virtual Console. Like, it doesn't matter. If it's a $60 virtual 10-year, 50-year-old game, buy it. I'm you know what would be amazing, though? is Secret of Mana on the Switch. Because you can do that like local co-op. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be so much fun. But anyway, that's a lot. <laughs> Wait, did you not play Secret of Mana? <laughs> no, but that's that is a much yeah. That's that's a niche. Yeah, I'll that's still that a much niche. Chrono Trigger, however, is the number one ranked RPG of all time. Apparently, <laughs> so, so, something so. to look forward to, though. See, <laughs> tonight. <laughs> but you know, them, right? To be honest, I know a lot of people that haven't played Chrono Trigger. Yeah. Gamers that yeah. haven't played Chrono Trigger. Thank you, Daniel. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I'm just judging right now so hard. But also, have you played the Final Fantasy series? No. I feel like a lot of people that played RPG-style games, turn-based, mm-hmm. turn-based Pokemon would have already turn-based. played, would have, would have already played Chrono Trigger. Trigger. So, no, I know, yeah. Yeah. You, I, the only one, that, the only one I played was Tactics. I love Tactics. Tactics is awesome. Tactics, Tactics is, is one of my favorite games, awesome. games of all time. Is I love that, and that opened me up to a whole genre. I don't I think like, I've ever beaten that game though. I've I, I just I played it on I played on Advance, played it on PlayStation, played it on PSP. Yeah, PSP. And I've Vita, never finished. It. I get to a point and it's just like I, I, I move on. Beat that game every summer just for the fun of it. Just like with like a new character setup. I'm just like, 
How about all monks this run? Or, Orlando? <laughs> Oh, beast. So beast. Beast. So beast. But monks, monks are pretty Because yeah, oh, so you get like four really hits or something. At Brawler some Ninja is an OP class. I've done um, Calculator Ninja. That's like a duo OP. class. Any, cal- those I don't two know what Calculator is. Calculators is OP. Yeah, I always wanted to be the Dark Knight. <laughs> Batman? Because there was War <laughs> of the Lions and that was a class that I was like, Batman. I want to be Batman. <laughs> cool. That was a... I guess the consensus is... Play, dude. Play buy it. it. Buy a Switch. Buy a Switch buy it for it. the Wii U. Buy a Switch, then buy the game again. Yes. This is not subliminal messaging. Nintendo did game. not pay us, even though Karoshi is wearing a Nintendo shirt. And so is Jay. So is Jay. <laughs> so so Shit. 50, 50. <laughs> you say your your audio to Japanese, so that's why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mine's in Japanese. I don't know. Yeah. Jeng's got a legit. Too legit. No. The uh, last bookstore. With the last bosses? With the last bosses. Where, where can the people see your uh, Zelda Twitch? Uh, at the Folio. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I'll be hosting you. Nice. Cool. Well, thanks for joining us, guys. This is yeah. good having you guys as the first guests of the monthly. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, we, we'll, we'll have you guys on another time. Yeah. Thank um, you. And thank you, viewers, for tuning in. Uh, next week, well, what we'll we'll decide what aspect of the game we'll be talking yeah, about. Yeah. There's, there's we got mechanics. We got story. And what we usually do with the final one is we go into predictions in the future. So we kind of touched on that now, but mm-hmm. we'll go into more detail. We'll have some more to elaborate on. Yeah. Um, until then, one of your hosts, Karosh, joined by always by my host, Jay. host Jay. And thank you, Daniel and Daniel, for joining us. Where can, where can people find you at? Well, I am at the Fulia on Twitch. <laughs> on, on Twitter. <laughs> okay. At the Last Bosses, all social medias. Cool. And nice. Jay, where can they find you? At Geekadek on Twitter. And you can find me at Kujo Prime. And uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks for joining us, guys. See you.